Thank you for listening to the Love Your Bod Pod. Before we dive in, just my usual disclaimer that this podcast is for educational and informational purposes only and does not substitute individual, professional, medical, or mental health advice. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another incredible episode of the Love Your Bod Pod. I'm your host, Kara Krinsafeli. I'm a certified health coach, and I help human beings transform their relationships with food. I help them find food freedom and body wisdom so they can create amazing lives that they love, free from the obsession and the micromanaging and the anxiety around all of the food and their body. And I love this work. I'm so grateful for it. Thank you so much for being here today. If you're a new listener, like, hey, welcome. So happy to have you. If you're a returning listener, well, welcome back. I am so grateful that you're getting so much out of this podcast and that you keep coming back week after week to listen. It means so much to me. I can't even tell you or well this is me telling you it means a lot to me thank you if you guys saw me on instagram stories i just posted that i'm like recording under a blanket in my living room i'm trying to like mitigate the noise because there's all of this construction going on in my street welcome to living in a big ass city um so if you hear background noise today i uh, i'm sorry please bear with me. I'm really excited about today's podcast episode. I just got out of yoga, something that I really made a, I made a commitment to myself this year that I was going to get back into yoga. If you listen to my podcast called um, Creating Soul Goals, is that what it's called? Creating Soul Goals? I think so. It's like, it must've been back like in December or January. So I'm not sure of, of the number. Um, but go listen to that. One of the things that I talked about was was how I really wanted to recommit myself to getting back to yoga so that I had this practice of getting out of my head and into my body. And I'm not sure like what exercise really supports you in that area. But for me, yoga is the most potent, powerful, moving practice to help me get out of like the crazy, controlling, over-consuming, type A, (laughs) high-achieving brain that is my brain. Um, And it gets me into my body and I start paying attention to how I'm feeling and how I'm breathing and and that is really where the magic happens. The magic happens when we're operating from our body, when we're operating from our heart, when we're operating from our soul, when we're operating from the mind, shit don't go as well. We get confused and stressed and anxious and we're overthinking and we sometimes stall and don't end up being in action. And when we're acting from heart, when we're acting from soul, when we're actually acting from what feels good in our body, we have clarity and we're taking actions from a place of like purpose and service and love. And so my commitment to myself this year was to really get my butt back into yoga because I used to practice yoga multiple times a week. Um, and then life happened and whatever, and I fell out of it and it's something I wanted to get back into. So I wanted specifically to go to yoga before recording this podcast because this podcast episode topic, it is called your why is your North star on the path to food freedom and healing. And it's a really important topic. 
And I really think that it's going to help you. And for some of you who have been like kind of straddling the lines of like, I'm kind of working towards recovery, but like, oh my God, I'm so afraid and I'm staying stuck in my disorder. Or we're really afraid to give up dieting and restriction and we're really consumed with the fear of waking. Like, oh my gosh, that fear is so overwhelming, right? And if you're in the middle of it, you know. Or the fear of being out of control, right? Of not being in control. Like, whew, that fear is intense. And so whether you've made the choice to work towards recovery or you're like in pseudo recovery where you're like, I kind of want recovery, but like, oh my God, it's so scary. I think that this topic is going to be really helpful for you and it might help you gain some clarity around why you're feeling stuck, around why it's like you kind of want recovery and yet you're not really taking actions towards recovery. And I think that today's podcast episode is going to bring some clarity for you and it was incredibly powerful for me and I've also witnessed some of the women that I've worked with that it's been very transformative for them as well and I'm going to share with you um, a story about one of the women that I have worked with who's talked about this publicly on her Instagram so I'm going to share a little bit with her about you later on uh, towards the end of the podcast so hmm, if you're listening to this podcast then you are most likely struggling with food and your body image. I think that's pretty fair to say that if you're tuned in right now, food stuff and weight stuff and body stuff is a big struggle for you in your life. Perhaps it's the most challenging thing you've ever dealt with. Perhaps it's the greatest struggle of your life, the greatest challenge you've really ever had to face. And if you're listening, then you also probably really want food freedom. You want freedom from the obsessive thoughts. You want to no longer be a slave to the thoughts and to your mind that you have around food and your body. You want to feel more confident when you enter into a room with people or you want to feel more confident when you go out to eat and you can order what you want instead of like the safest option or whatever is the lowest calories, you know. You no longer want to be exhausted by thinking of food all of the time. You want to no longer feel insecure in your body and in yourself. And you truly no longer want to let the fear of weight gain keep you obsessing over every bite of food, feeling confused, indecisive, frustrated, tired, and stuck. And I want you to know that I truly get it. I truly get where you're at and what you're going through. If you haven't listened to episode one and episode 38 where I share about my personal struggles with all of this, be sure to check that out so you can kind of get related to me and you can get present to the fact that I've gone through this. I've gone through this and it's why I'm doing the work that I'm doing now trying to help you get out of it because I know what it's like. What I have found is that having a larger reason, a larger purpose, something bigger than ourselves, our why, our why becomes our North Star on the path to healing guiding us and pulling us out of the dark days, the hard days, the days where things get tough and we want to fall back into the darkness of our disorders, of our cray-cray relationship with food and get lost in the controlling nature of our minds. But when we have that really strong why, we can turn our head and our heart to the bright light of our North Star to guide us back to the path towards healing and recovery and food freedom. It's what we stay connected to when the going gets tough. So kind of as an example here, it's like unrelated, but it's similar, is like imagine an, uh, an immigrant family and maybe you are the 
child of immigrant parents who left everything behind in your guys's home country and they came over to the United States where they didn't know the language and they didn't know the people and they worked their entire lives in a factory or at a blue collar job so that they could put you or their kids through college and give you give them a better opportunity at life that possibility for a better life for their children was their north star because leaving everything behind their family their culture what they knew to come over to a new land must have been uncomfortable must have been scary must have been unstable there was no guarantee that they'd actually be able to create a better life for their children but the possibility of that better life is their north star their why it's what kept them through the days when things got really tough where they might have had no hope they could look to the north star and let the bright light of their north star like permeate into their heart and in, in their mind and their soul and be like that's what I'm working towards and that, that possibility pulls them out of the dark days and one of my favorite quotes of all time is by Brandolyn Tebow. She's on episode 14. I talk about her all the stinking time if you listen to this podcast. She's a big part of my life. And um, check out episode 14 if you want to hear her interview. But she has this quote and it says, We don't need to solve our problems. We only need to find problems bigger than ourselves. The antidote to self-consciousness is not self-improvement, but other consciousness. And you might be wondering what exactly she means by that. But other consciousness is your North Star, your why. So often when we're feeling insecure, we're feeling self-conscious, we try to improve ourselves, right? We're feeling insecure with our body, so we try to eat perfectly and we try to get thin because we think that's going to solve our problems. It's going to solve our confidence issue, our insecurity issue. If we just get thin enough, then we'll stop being crazy around food, right? Like that's what so many of us will think. But it doesn't work that way. And if you know... If you're really honest with yourself, you can look and be like, even when I was smaller than I am now or at my lowest, I wasn't truly happy and comfortable and confident in myself. And it's because what really pulls us out of what we're struggling with, what really actually helps us realize that what we thought was such a problem is no longer a problem, is other consciousness. Something else that we care more about. Something bigger than ourselves. Other consciousness is your North Star. It's your why. So for example, the version of me like a year and a half ago who was scared shitless to do an Instagram live like, oh my God, you guys, I would have like these crazy anxiety attacks before going on Instagram live, before talking on my stories. You know, the version of me that was like so afraid to talk candidly about her struggles with food, who was afraid to hit publish on her very first podcast episode because I was like afraid that people would judge me, not like me, that I wouldn't be able to make a difference, that I wouldn't be able to make enough money to keep doing this. What got me to continue to be in action despite the fear and the anxiety was you, you listening to this podcast. You were my North Star. Everything I do and create is to help you. And if I didn't care so much about you and wanting to help you heal, I wouldn't do this stuff because it's scary. And it's in, and it's there's no guarantee that I'm truly going to be able to have the success that I want doing this. There's no guarantee that I'm going to be able to go through this and not get judged and not get criticized, not have people disagree with me and tell me that I'm wrong. I mean, that happens now anyways. <laughs> but 
I would let the fear and the nervousness and the anxiety get to me. I would let it stop me if I wasn't focused on you. So whenever all of that stuff comes up that I get afraid or I feel defeated or I have anxiety and sometimes I want to give up, I remind myself that this isn't actually about me. It's about you, the people that I want to help. I turn my attention towards my my North Star and I think, how do I want them to feel? What do I want them to discover? What what micro transformation am I hoping to help facilitate for them today? And that pulls me out of my head, my fear, and my anxiety. So I want to help you find your why, your North Star, so that you can turn to that whenever the fear around what it would take to recover pops up. And you can re-presence yourself to what actually really matters to you. So if you're currently knee-deep in your disorder, I get that it can be really, really, really challenging to see past just the food. Just past wanting the mental freedom. To not feel so controlled and ruled by the food. Or exercise or what your body looks like. Whatever it is for you. And I get that that's what you want. You want the freedom from the food, from the thoughts, the feeling so controlled by food that you are a slave to your thoughts or a slave to the food. Or you look in the mirror and you hate what you see and you're just sick of hating yourself. You're exhausted by it. That's what you want. I get that. You want to feel good about yourself. You want to feel confident. You want to feel comfortable. You want to eat in peace. (laughs) You want to eat without always worrying about it so much. So then the question becomes, well, how? How do I get there? How do I get that freedom? How do I get past the fear of weight gain? And in order to get us through the very uncomfortable how, because the how means facing fears. So many fears. Oh my gosh. So many fears. But in order to get through the uncomfortable how, we need the why. The North Star. The passion. The purpose. The belief. The possibility of what is available to us on the other side of what we're dealing with. And this is exactly why I created Food, Body, Soul, which you guys have maybe heard me talk about on my last two podcasts. It's my three-month container for women who are ready to truly heal their relationship with their food, connect to their woven-in body wisdom, really start to feel confident in their body, and get connected to their soul's purpose. Because <laughs> soul is the piece that is going to make all of it stick. All of it last. It's the why. So the first month we're focusing all about all on the food. we got to clear up some of the food stuff. So that we then have the space and the confidence to work on the body. And then, once, and then the second month we work on the body stuff. And once we connect more to our body, honor our hunger and fullness, listen to it, not just to guide our eating, but to take other actions in our life. Once we make progress in that area, we then dive deep into the soul stuff. What our life truly is about, what we actually care about. Soul is where we get connected to what truly matters. Soul is where we discover what our lives are about, what we want. Because I know that all of you, even if you can't fully see it right now, have way bigger dreams and missions than being thin and pretty. I know that all of you really, if you were to just look, have way higher goals than just thin and pretty, deeper goals, more meaningful goals. You have so much to offer. 
And your life is truly about so much more than the struggle with food. So if you're feeling called to this, if there's a little intuition, a little intuitive ping, a little gut feeling of like, yeah, maybe that's exactly what I need. I want you to trust that. And reach out to me to hop on a complimentary discovery call to learn about Food Body Soul. I can share with you everything that's included. It starts with a three-day in-person retreat in California. It's going to be amazing. We're going to share meals together. We're going to do tribe learning. So there's going to be other women there going through the same thing. And please trust me when I say that tribe learning, that being with sisterhood Not only will it help you heal the sisterhood wound and the comparison trap that we feel with other women, that competition piece, but when you're going through this process with other women, sometimes they'll ask a question or bring up something that maybe you didn't think to ask. And then you get to have another transformation because of what they shared. Or you'll get to see the other women going through something similar and you'll have compassion for them. And then you can start to cultivate some of that same compassion for yourself because we're so hard on ourselves when we're going through this struggle with food we're so hard on ourselves oh my god the negative self-talk is intense so if you feel even the slightest pull to food body soul please dm me on instagram at kara's kitchen care with a c kitchen with a k or go to karaskitchen.net forward slash apply food body soul is for 10 women only and it's application only so if you're feeling pulled reach out to me. You have nothing to lose by hopping on the phone with me. So moving on. We have to find something bigger than the size of our body to care about. Something bigger than just eating perfectly because that will be the pull out of this. That will be the pull on the challenging days. And sometimes, I've been doing this a long time, helping a lot of people. I know that sometimes we cannot connect to it just yet you might not really be sure without some of the healing around the food and the body stuff like sometimes we have to clear some of that out of the way so that there's space for what we really care about to come through again this is why food body soul is going to be so amazing and so powerful and so life-changing for the women that are in that container I'm so excited about this journey as you guys know I have been hosting group coaching programs for a year now I've taken quite a few women through virtual group coaching programs. So Food Body Soul is mostly virtual, the containers. You can live wherever you live. And one of the most powerful pieces is the sisterhood, is being with the other women. And I'm so excited about Food Body Soul because it's an evolution of what I've learned from the last groups that I've I've worked with. It's like really the culmination of all the things that I've learned and all of the things that I've realized the women that I work with need and I've put it together in this three-month container it's going to be so beautiful and like I said so much of my why right now is all of you guys because I truly believe that if we can if I can pull as many people out of diet culture if I can support them rising above diet culture and disordered eating then we would have the space the mental energy to devote to making the world a better place so that we can create lives that we truly love so that we can be happy and free and fully alive and enjoy our one and only precious life. I truly believe that if I help women heal their relationship with food, the world will be a more loving and kind place because the world needs us to shine, not shrink. It needs us to rebel against the 
the the rules of like just being thin and pretty because women have so much more to offer you have so much more to offer than just being nice to look at. You are so powerful. Women are so powerful. And I want to help you get connected to just how incredible you really are, how powerful you are. I really want to pull out that like sassy, divine, feminine woman within you who's smart and courageous and kind and loving and passionate and really here to change the world. I know that you have really big goals And maybe they're just covered up with the food stuff. So that's my why. I want everyone to be free from the pain. The pain that I know so well. That is struggling with food in your body. Because life can truly be amazing. We can make the world a better place for our children and our children's children. Maybe you have kids right now. You know, one of my girlfriends, her kids is starting to get bullied in school. And I want kids to no longer be bullied because of what they look like. I want the girls who think they are unworthy of love and respect because of what they look like to know how inherently worthy of love and respect they are. I want them to get so present to their inherent worthiness and God-given enoughness. I want the companies that make money off of our insecurities, like the anti-cellulite cream shit, I want them to have to change their business model because we are no longer insecure about our naturally occurring body dimples. This will make the world a better place. This will help us evolve. And I know men deal with this too. Please know that. And right now my soul is saying that I need to devote my energy to women. Soul is guiding me. And I believe that women are amazing and powerful and beautiful and fierce and fiery and passionate. And I I know that our lights are being dimmed by the messages telling us to shrink. We do not need to shrink. We need to let our lights shine. So if you're feeling called, hit me up. Hit a girl up about food, body, soul. So what I have discovered is that often we know what we want. Like I want to eat peacefully and normally. I want to not count calories or obsess over carbs. I want to not punish myself with exercise. Or maybe you want to start exercising. Maybe you just want to stop hating your body and you want to no longer have all of these negative thoughts about yourself and and you want to ease up on the negative self-talk. And knowing what we want is not always enough to get us into action. And if you're listening, you know that. You know you want food freedom and yet you're still behaving in all of the disordered ways. Skipping meals, weighing food, counting calories, not going to social events, binge eating, beating yourself up for the binge eating, right? Like you're still engaging in these behaviors even though you know you want to heal. And you also might know that like you want to exercise more. And it's possible that you know how to exercise But that is not necessarily enough to get your ass to the gym. So you might know how to do something. But knowing how to do something doesn't automatically make you do it. So knowledge isn't actually really power. It's potential power. But knowing something isn't enough to change behavior. It's not enough to get us into into action. So for example, you might want to really stop binge eating and you've likely heard me talk over and over and over again about how restriction leads to binge eating so if we want to stop binge eating we have to stop restricting and there are so many ways restriction pops up in our life right there's mental and emotional restriction there's like real restriction like you're not letting yourself eat 
carbs, there's vitamin P restriction. Like there's all these ways in which we can restrict that lead to binge eating. And I might say, well, you need to stop restricting. You need to stop being so afraid of the foods. You need to start eating the foods that you're afraid of. You need to honor your hunger and fullness and, you know, stop under eating and undernourishing yourself. Like you might know that. You've probably heard me say that. And yet that is not enough. Because the fear of restriction, of no longer restricting, is intense, right? The fear of losing control, of not being in control, the fear of waking, the fear of what people will say, the fear that we won't be loved or that we'll be ridiculed, right? Like all of the fears stop us at the how. The how is the action, right? So we might know we need to stop restricting. And then the how, the how I'm sorry, we know we want to stop binge eating and the how is the restriction, right? It requires us to get out of our comfort zone because our eating disorders, our disordered eating, all of that shit becomes our comfort zone, right? We are so used to it. It's what we know. Dieting and restricting is the comfort zone. It's what we know. It's, it's actually becomes what's more comfortable. Stepping outside of our comfort zone, taking action towards healing our relationship with food and recovery, that's getting out of our comfort zone. And the how is uncomfortable. That's where the fears live. This is why we need the North Star. Why we need the why. To help us move towards the fear. And then through the fear. And then beyond the fear. We need something bigger than ourselves. It doesn't matter what it is. It could be your children, future future children. It could be career goals. It could literally just be that you want to be able to spend time with your family in the holidays and like truly enjoy it. It doesn't matter what the why is. It just matters that it moves you emotionally, that you are emotionally moved by your why, that you're inspired by it, that you feel it in your body, in your gut, in your heart, in your soul. That's all that matters. We can know what we want, but if we don't know why we want it, it's going to be really hard to get through the how because the how is uncomfortable. The how is scary. The how is where all the fear lives because it's where it requires us to take new action and get out of our comfort zone. One of the very first things that I ask my clients in my programs is if you weren't so busy thinking about food in your body all of the time, what would you be thinking about? What would be possible for you? What would you be doing With all of the freed up time and energy and brain space. Like how would your life be different? What would that make available to you? How would it feel? And if you've listened to episode 20 with Ali Bonera from AvoQueen, we actually talk about this. We talk she talks about how when that question was asked to her, she was in my very first ever group coaching program. My my very first ever virtual group coaching program. She was a, a participant in it. And in that episode, Go back and listen to it if you haven't. She actually mentions being asked that question and how it really got her thinking. And at the time when she was in the group program, she was still at her corporate job. She hadn't left yet to focus on her business, uh, Queen Foods and Granola Butter. And one of the things that she's talked about on her Instagram is how one of the things that has really made the food and the body stuff fade into the background was having something bigger than herself to throw herself into, something that she cared about so much more that really required her heart and her energy and her passion, and that was her business. And when you have something that you care about more, something bigger, again, the food and the body stuff just fades into the background. And this is why having that North Star, having that lighthouse, having other consciousness will guide you through the uncomfortable how. Because recovery is not a straight line. 
Healing your relationship with food, making peace with your body, it's not a straight line. It's a motherfucking scribble. It is a scribble. You have, you have good days and bad days. You have challenging situations. You get triggered. You get upset. You get stressed out. You get anxious. You get afraid. And what pulls us through that, what keeps us moving forward is the North Star. Otherwise, we fall back into the disorder. We let the fear get the best of us. And the same thing that happened for Allie having this larger vision was the same thing that happened for me. I cared about something so much more. It was my guiding light on the tough days, my North Star. It kept me in action. It's, and it's also why it's a part of food, body, soul. So once you start to get, once you clear up some of that brain space and you think about food less, which I will help you do in the first part of food, body, soul, you then have the space to do the dive into the healing around your body image. And once you're more confident in that, in both of those areas, food and body, and you are more connected to your self-worth, you then are really able to connect to your soul, your why, your mission, and your purpose. So... As a little action item, little practical tip for you, I actually want you to go and journal about what it is you really care about in this world. And food, uh, like dietitian Anna on Instagram, she says, aim higher than young, thin, and pretty. So I want you to aim higher than young, thin, and pretty. What do you actually care about? What do you want for yourself in your life? What are you working towards? Maybe you're in college. Maybe you're working towards a PhD. Maybe you want to have more children or you just want to start a family. Maybe you want to leave your job and start a business. Whatever it is, what do you actually care about? Journal about that and really get present to what it is costing you to be devoting so much of your time and energy and your brain space and your just so much of yourself too, this struggle with food in your body because it's taking a lot from you. So get present to what it's costing you to let your fear win, to let the fear stop you, the how stop you. Because the how, again, is out of your comfort zone. It requires you to get out of your comfort zone. So journal about that. And then come back on Instagram Share with me what you discovered. Share with me that you, if you liked this episode, please share it if you found this really valuable. If you are interested in Food, Body, Soul, shoot me a DM or apply at kitchen.net forward slash apply. I'm at kitchen on Instagram. And um, yeah, healing your relationship with food will literally change your relationship with life because food is a huge part, huge part of everyday life. You have to eat multiple times a day. It's like at every social event, weddings, birthdays, holidays, all of that stuff. Like food is a huge part of life. And when you have a cray-cray, messed up relationship with it, it affects every area of your life because you are a multi-dimensional woman. Your disordered relationship with food isn't just like over here to the side and like a neat little box, like separate from everything else in your life. No, you are an ecosystem. And everything in your ecosystem, your career, your relationships, your health, your well-being, what you care about, right? All of that is affected by everything else. And so when you have a disordered relationship with food, it shows up at work. It shows up with your productivity, with you being willing to take risks, to raise your hands in meetings. It shows up in your relationship. Maybe you don't like your partner to touch you in certain places. Maybe you only have sex with the lights off. Maybe... You spend so much time worrying about food that you're not fully present with your children or you're fully present with your family and your friends. 
Maybe you force yourself to spend hours at the gym when you could actually be doing something that you care about way more. So I want you to get present to what it's costing you to stay stuck, to stay where you're at. And if you're really ready to transform your relationship with food and therefore change and transform your life, hit me up. Apply to Food Body Soul. I'm so excited about it. And I really hope that you can journal about what it is that you care about and you can find your North Star, your why, your other consciousness. Okay, thank you so much for tuning in. I super duper love you so mucho. Hopefully the sound quality was okay. I've had some trash cans, trash, the trash people, you know, come by and trucks and all of these things. So anyways, love you. Thank you so much for tuning in. I will see you all next week.